Chacán fue. Hello, we are experimenting with the technology and just making sure that everything is up and running. I want to thank you so much for joining us for this broadcast. It's going to be number 28 on a series regarding how to be a successful immigrant. You are listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy the potential. You have come this far, and I want to encourage you not to give up, but to keep pushing yourself and positioning yourself to make a difference. You showed up at the right time, in the right place. This country needs you, the world needs you, and you can make a difference. If you are joining us for the first time, we've had a series of episodes that I will encourage you to watch them. The 52 strategies that will position you to win as an immigrant all stand on their own. You can start anywhere. However, it's very important to look at the first episodes because we looked at coming up with your why and having a plan. Because when you don't have a plan, you have already planned to fail. When you don't know what your destination is, you are never going to know when you reach that destination. In other words, every road is going to be leading everywhere and you are going to end up not going anywhere. You want to make sure you have a plan. And a good plan is a plan that you start with the end in mind. Showing up on the shores of the United States is not enough for you to be successful. It's just the beginning of an exciting and rewarding journey if you are going to do your part. And to do your part, you have to know what you don't know. I started this conversation because after almost Two decades of living in the United States, it dawned on me that I have made mistakes, a lot of them. Many other immigrants have made mistakes, tons of them. We don't want you to repeat these mistakes. I'm not saying that you're going to live a life free of mistakes. If you're not having failures and making mistakes, you are not trying hard enough. However, there is no point for you making the same mistakes that some of us have made. That is not being smart. The smart thing to do is for you to identify the mistakes other people have made 
avoid those mistakes so that you're going to move forward faster with more confidence and more boldness. Thank you for joining us for today's broadcast. I will not be able to interact with you directly because this broadcast is being uh, distributed through many different channels. However, the chat option is open for you to post your questions, post your feedback. This is a conversation. I am presenting information that you may not necessarily agree with. However, it's important for us to have this conversation. If you need to reach me, the number is 214-908-3963, or the email is eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com, eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com. You may be wondering why I should even bother to have this conversation, why I should even bother to write a book about these topics. If you go behind and you read and listen to my personal story, you realize that it's very crucial for us to have this conversation. I showed up on the shores of the United States of America with one suitcase case at minus $6,000, one suitcase and in debt. It took divine intervention for me to get out of debt, graduate school debt-free, and start a life in this country. I don't want that for you. And that is why I think if you follow these 52 strategies, if you think through them and grow in these 52 different areas, if you invest in these 52 different areas, you are going to be moving at the speed of light. I've been laying emphasis on the need for you to know you are why. Nobody can define that for you. You must have a compelling why. Your why must be strong. Your why must be well spelled out. There are three reasons why people migrate. There's a fourth one. But the three main reasons that make sense are running away from Persecution, it may be religious or political persecution. So you run away from one country or from one geographical location to the other because you are looking for a place of safety. The second reason is economic. You may be looking for a better life that I don't know what constitutes a better life for you, maybe making more money looking for better education or for safety, whatever constitutes a better life for you, you know what it is. 
And the third reason is for conquest. You move into a different country or different geographical location to conquer. And the fourth reason is when you are forced to move because somebody captures you and displaces you. In the past, we talked of slavery, when some of the uh, people were caught by slave traders, they were traded and forced to move from one area to the other. These days, we talk of human trafficking. Before this broadcast, I just saw a news headline in Houston, Texas today. There was a raid yesterday in a house with 90 people that have been trafficked. 90 people cramped in two bedrooms. 90 people that have been forced to move from one place to the other. The category of people I'm talking to are those that out of their free will, have decided to move to the United States of America or any other country. And what has propelled you, maybe the, the first two reasons, you're looking for better economic opportunities or you're fleeing from persecution. And remember, you did not flee to India, you did not flee to Japan, you did not flee to Britain, you did not flee to Argentina, you did not flee to Colombia, to South Africa, you came to the United States. There is a reason why you chose the United States. And now that you are here, it's time for you to get your act together. Get your act together. Don't forget where you are coming from. Don't forget what propelled you to move in the first place. Don't forget why you chose this country. Nobody, nobody can help you if you are not willing to answer this question. What is your why? Why did you come to the United States? You may think this question is not important, but it is one of the most critical questions you must answer if you are going to be successful. If you are going to overcome the obstacles that lie ahead of you. If you are going to distinguish yourself and stand out from among the crowd, you are here. There is a reason why. You know the reason why, and I just want to help you not to lose sight of your why. That's why I came up with these 52 different areas that will help you to remain focused on your why. As you grow in all these different areas, you are going to make it. Nothing will stop you. The color of your skin won't stop you. Your accent will not stop you. Where you were born will not stop you. What you've been through will not stop you. What you have or what you don't have will not stop you. You are unstoppable if you believe that. Go listen to the episode on You Are Unstoppable. Because what you believe about yourself is more important than what other people believe about you, than what other people tell you. That is why what you tell yourself in private 
determines the actions that you take or the inaction that is prevalent in your life. It's the battle of the mind. And that is why I'm giving you the tools that will help develop mental toughness that is going to position you to push and occupy. It didn't come this far to settle for less. And that's why today we are going to be talking about keeping your hands in your pockets. Keep your hands on your side. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't let your hands stray into places they are not supposed to go. It is a metaphor for sexual harassment. I'm talking about sexual harassment today because it's something that is going to land you into deep trouble. You just need to ask Bill Clinton. You need to ask Weinstein. You need to ask General Patriots. You need to ask Herman Cain. You should ask all these people that were brought down because of sexual misconduct. The American public does not tolerate sexual misconduct. And I pray that every other society in the world should have zero, zero, zero tolerance for any form of sexual harassment, any form of sexual misconduct. Keep your hands to yourself. In some cultures, what passes for a joke, for cause joking, uh, fondling women, touching their boobs, touching their buttocks, and people just laugh at it. In the U US, you are going to learn into serious trouble. Don't let your hands touch anybody inappropriately. I can't say this enough. I can't say this enough. You cannot say, oh, I was just joking. I didn't know. Now you know. Some of you, you have already been trained at work regarding sexual harassment. Take it seriously. Put yourself under control. Avoid situations where you are going to be accused of sexually harassing a colleague at work, harassing a peer, harassing a man, harassing a woman, harassing a child, whatever sexual misconduct you may find yourself in. I want you to run, to run with the speed of light. Run with everything that is in, is in you. Avoid it as the plague. No wonder the Bible says, flee, flee away from youthful lust. Flee away from youthful lust. Yes, it's time for you to flee. Be like Joseph. Joseph was a slave in Egypt. He was forced to migrate. He was forced to move from his parents' house into a different country. And in that country, the wife of his master interest in him. He was handsome. He was young. And this woman planned to have sex with Joseph. And Joseph said, I cannot do this type of evil before God, against God. 
But this woman was determined to make sure that Joseph goes to bed with her. And that's why one day Joseph goes into the house to do his normal household duties. There were no other servants around, and this woman held him. Please, Joseph, help me out. I need you badly. Do something with me. And Joseph was like, I can't do it, woman. I'm not going to do it because it is a sin against God. Joseph fled. And when this woman's husband came back, she lied and told her husband, Joseph wanted to rape me. Joseph had his me too moment. Thank God, Joseph fled. And it's shocking that Joseph, who was a slave, who had no right to say no to his master's wife, he was owned by these people. He was supposed as a slave to obey every command. He, he had no rights whatsoever. He was at their mercy, but he fled because he understood that sexual harassment is destructive. Don't do it. He didn't come this far to end up in jail because you cannot control yourself. If you are married, stick to your wife. If you are not married, get married if you can control yourself. Don't mess around. It will land you into deep trouble. This country is different. Avoid any appearance of evil. Avoid situations that may lead to false accusation. Because if you are accused, if you are accused, it may not end well. And that is why you need to have a zero tolerance policy, zero, zero tolerance. Any appearance of evil, you avoid it. It is on you. Don't tell me what about the other people. No, you take care of your business. Don't hang around in places and don't create situations that is going to compromise your well-being and your success. And that is why even giving compliments to people, you need to be careful. Watch your language. Watch your language. We are talking about sexual harassment. I want you to join me on this crusade. Say no, no, no. We have to respect each other, maintain our boundaries, treat people with dignity, and don't let your hands get into places they are not supposed to get into. I want to thank you so much for watching today's broadcast. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, Stay tuned and God bless you.